TSL. This is the Satin Lounge, a remix of the Beatles, one of our favorite tracks here in the Satin Lounge by our next guest joining us for Pillow Talk. He is a game changer. He's produced and co-produced remixes of songs from, I don't know how many of your favorite artists like Jill Scott, James Brown, Marvin Gaye, Sly and the Family Stones, Michael Jackson, Stevie Wonder, Layla Hathaway, even contributed to Eric Robinson's Grammy-nominated CD. He's created notable cover songs and tracks for numerous independent artists. And what I'm most excited about is... So much of his music permeates and, you know, saturates the soundtrack of the Satin Lounge on a weekly basis. Probably, I don't know, 75% of the music that I choose to talk over comes from his genius. Even this one underneath us right now. That belongs to him, too. It's called Warm Rain. Feels like it, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Satin Lounge, please help me welcome indie artist, musician, composer, writer, and mix master, Ahmed Sarar. Hello. Hi. Did, I, did I get the name right? If you first put the H after the A, that would be fine. We have been trying to get your <laughs> name together for the last... Ahmed. Ahmed. Yeah. Okay, Satin Lounge. Now, you have got to get this right. Get the ebonically <laughs> structured name right so that you can find out who this is. So it's Ahmed Sarar. Without the K, yes. No K, though. Okay. No K, All right. So yeah. mm-hmm. so welcome to the Satin Lounge. We appreciate <laughs> you spending some time with us. We um, enjoy your music, as I just mentioned. I am in love Thank with you. it. It's so sensual and... Uh, seductive and emotional and I'm so glad to be able to introduce you to the Satin Lounge tonight. It is my pleasure and I really appreciate you, know, you all supporting and playing my music and um, I appreciate all the correspondences. You know, it's, yeah, it's a pleasure, definitely. Um, let's get to know each other a little more intimately. Um, you're a native of Brooklyn, New York. Uh, yes, is that right? I, I call this the hustlers capital of, of the world. Ah. <laughs> yeah, here you've got to, yeah, you, you, can't, you can't be timid here. Mm-hmm. You can't be timid. And there's so yeah. many influences ar- around you. What I found really fascinating about you is your extraordinary talent. You're, you're this gifted keyboardist, pianist, with absolutely no formal training. I mean, self-taught musician. Um, you got to talk to me. How, how did that happen? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I just discovered it a little bit later in life, but uh, well, later than I probably would have anticipated. But how old were you? Um, I started to teach myself roughly, I would say late teens, really early twenties, to be honest. That's wow, right. yeah, that is yeah. a little older, uh huh. Because I mean, I, I never, like I said, I didn't really, I only picked up the keys when I was younger. Like I was probably seven, eight. Mm-hmm. My parents with piano, and he was like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna touch the piano, you got to take lessons. And mm-hmm. I was I don't want to take that. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm not to take nothing. So I mean, I guess it had you not stopped me, I probably would have been much better than I am now. But you know, everything first time to play. So, which you're incredible now. I'm telling you, I would not know that you haven't been classically trained or or something. It is it is a spiritual thing for you. Um, yeah, so so uh, I was reading somewhere that you would just listen to uh, music uh, on your boombox and just mimic yeah. it. Is that correct? Yeah, I just put on a CD and see if I can figure out, 
what the chords were, and then and then once I got comfortable with it, then play along with it, and then making my own variations of it, then take the variations and make my own stuff. Wow, that see that's yeah. a, that's a gift. Those are two encouraging nuggets for you, Satin Lounge. You don't doesn't matter what age you are if you have a dream. You just need to get into it, and you need mm-hmm. to be disciplined enough to just create it. It's very encouraging to know that uh, mm-hmm. you could still do it. I mean, I didn't become a professional musician until ten years ago. Mm, wow. Ten years later, he ends up, you know, contributing to a Grammy-nominated CD. I mean, that's a huge feat in itself. Thank you. You're welcome. Your music uh, connects to me in an emotional and spiritual way. And then we know that music is a universal language. I appreciate it. Um, I appreciate <laughs> I like that, too. That explains why your remix repertoire is so extensive, I think. Um do you play any other instruments outside of your keyboard and your piano? And um, percussion, mm-hmm. like uh, hand percussion, congas, bongos. Mm-hmm. What we do with like just I don't know rhythmically. I don't know if that's just the, just the African of everything uh-huh. or whatever. But I mean, well, like, even side of my family, it seems like you know they had rhythms. So I guess I picked up on that. Uh-huh. But I mean, to be honest, the piano is a percussive instrument, right. so mm-hmm. I'm not like really deviating away from anything. It's just Right, I can see that. I can see that, yeah. I can see that. Why is music your heart song? I mean, you could have been a fireman, a politician, you know, uh, a painter or something. Why is music so important to you? What attracts you to music? Um, I mean, I've always been around music. My mother's side of the family is very musical. I'm sure my father's side is, but I'm not really familiar with that side. Um, But I definitely grew up around a musical household. Well, artistic period. Um, I'm actually, I actually am good at drawing. I just, for some reason, don't have a desire for it, which is odd. It's pretty odd because I'm really good at it. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I'm not sure about that one. But writing actually was my first love. That was my first gift, and still is. Writing as in composing, or writing as in writing as in like um, scripts or essays. Uh, wow. Journalism. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I've been a writer longer than I than I could fishing. You're becoming more and more fascinating right now. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and humble, of course. Last year you released um, your first original solo project, which mm-hmm. resulted into this, oh my goodness, beautifully sensual, full-length debut CD um, mm-hmm. called The After 2 A.M. Sessions, yeah. um, which Satin Lounge, listen closely, you're listening to another track from it right now called Foreplay. Have mercy. <laughs> How would you yeah. describe the, the the CD, the After 2 a.m. Sessions? Uh, well, I broke it down into three sections, basically. Um, the first four fall under the uh, romantic. Mm-hmm. The second set fall under the erotic. And mm-hmm. the third fall under um, the spiritual. So yeah. Kind of like the different um, yes. facets of, of the concept of love, basically. And you, you know what? I totally feel that listening from listening to the CD from beginning to end, it does permeate all of those. It brings all of those elements together, and it's it is a uh, baby making CD in my opinion because it does yeah, birth yeah. something by the end. It's incredibly sensual. Um, what was your headspace in when you were creating that? Well, by the time I get to the full the full length album, it was kind of mixed initially. Then the EP phase, it literally was just, you know, little ideas that I would come up with in between 
tracks I would do, like I'd be working late into the night, mm-hmm. working with some other songs. And for some odd reason, as opposed to being the type of person who takes a break completely, yeah. mm-hmm. my idea of taking a break is to work on something else, just okay. random. Okay. So the random ideas would become, you know, the actual songs, which is why, and most of them are done after 2 a.m. By the time I got to the LP side of things, um, some of them were actually based off of actual experiences. Um, so, mm-hmm. like, the second to last one that I did, not the second to last track, but one of the tracks I did was actually based on... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, tell it, spill it. No, no, no. It's not what you think, actually. No, um, I, I was... I was kind of um, involved with this, uh, with one young lady, and we kind of was just sort of not seen eye to eye, whatever. It was mm-hmm. really stressful. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so, track number four. So yeah. oh, so slow and steady is out of some some friction, huh? Slow and steady was the opposite of the friction. It's what I wanted to feel, as opposed to what I felt. So wow. if you're hearing slow and steady, it's very melodic, very calm, very peaceful, very you know pretty. And I was feeling the complete opposite of that. <laughs> wow. This is but very, just, yeah. this is very, very, very sensual and pretty. It's slow and steady. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It kind of actually reminds me of like uh, watching like a coffee show, like the whole the fictional Cliff and Claire, mm-hmm. a couple of characters, like, you know, slow dancing. So that's mm. kind of what I, I saw in my mind and whatnot. And what's funny, even though I won't reveal, you know, exactly all the details, but her name is actually encoded within the song title, but it's so hard to decode. <laughs> only a few people know. Did you make up after you played the track for her? Yeah, we 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 were we amicably made up, but you know, we just it was just cool just to be friends. You know, leave it at that. Okay, you know, just keep it slow and steady. I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's actually, I didn't think about that, but yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It gets sexy in the sad lounge with Kia. Hello, sir. Hello, you sexy bitch. <laughs> I love your voice. So get me going. And I really just walk around without clothes on as much as possible. Where do you live again? <laughs> leopard satin sheets to wrap around me. You've got a thing with leopard print. What's going well, on that's with a, that? That's a whole nother set lounge, girl. I just drink in your voice. <laughs> that, that is exquisite. You have a delicious my favorite word reserved only for the best. Delicious. That's what wow. your voice is. It's <laughs> I had to fight the urge to bless because I feel like I would spontaneously combust if she looked at me another second. She wants seconds and dessert and a doggy bag for a midnight snack. And I'm trying to get her back on the topic, but she just won't stop it. She just keeps looking at me. Hi, this is Ahmed Saroor, and you're listening to the best of the Satin Lounge with Kira Renee. There are so many delicious tracks on um, the after 2 a.m. sessions. Uh, it's a must-add to your collection, Satin Lounge. The, the um, in matter of fact, not only that particular LP, but his remixes and his covers, um, you need to add them to your collection. Of course, we play several of them in the soundtrack of the Satin Lounge on a regular basis. Um, one of which uh, is currently putting you on a another journey. Uh, the Move Love Bossa Solo remix is taking you 
into another stratosphere someplace that has inspired you to travel uh, around yeah, the world. Yeah. When I actually finished that song, when I finished that remix, I was actually in Brazil. You were in Brazil. And, mm-hmm. it, and the funny thing is my host was a Bossa Nova singer, so I had to run it by her mm-hmm. you know, before I could really like, you know, check off and say, okay. Because I was like, okay, you know, it's one thing about this album, like I'm actually in the country that, you know, created this sound. Mm-hmm. So if, if she didn't check up on it, I wasn't going to release it because I'm like, I needed some authenticity. Mm-hmm. And I think just being in that atmosphere, in that environment, you know, Brazil, carnival time, summertime there, mm-hmm. well, yeah, summertime in February. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, yeah, I need to, it inspired me. You know, I felt like, you know, I always feel like when I'm someplace, like when I made Broken Beat, which is, you know, a, a, a West London, UK um, mm-hmm. genre. When I did that, I was in London, you know, and I felt, I'm, I'm the type of person where I guess like a sponge, I just absorb the, the vibes, the culture. So, yeah, so this whole uh, Europe 2013, kick off the year I know it was really kind of random but mm-hmm. I was like you know what I always wanted to put together an international compilation okay so I was like well if you want to do an international compilation and do it in Europe and, you know mix with your sound and collaborators then uh, you need to you actually need to probably go. go there right you need to yeah. go so it's more authentic for you to actually be yeah. in it exactly wow. and, I mean you can you can do it from afar Skype sessions and all that stuff but I like to actually be immersed in, in the culture and the languages and the, you know everything food all that stuff mm-hmm. and I don't I just randomly call it Europe 2013 that's not Africa 2014 like I, whatever <laughs> I can fit in this year as many as many continents mm-hmm. if I can fit them all well, I mean, but you know what I'm saying? You go as many places as you can. You know, yeah. I keep up with you on uh, what you're doing through your newsletter, and you let us know what where you are and what you're working on. And uh, I found it fascinating that you were just going to pack your bags and just travel for a little while for inspirational reasons. Uh, yeah. And it wasn't based on a, some tour or something like that. It was literally, I want to go and see what people are listening to and vibe off their energies. I, I just commend that kind of dedication to your craft so much. It's Thank impressive. Thank you. It's kind of nuts. <laughs> my, my side of things. I'm like, what am I doing? Why am no, I, doing? I know it's going to pay off greatly yeah. because once you create, I mean, we're salivating right now thinking about what in the world he is going to bring back to us. It's going to be exciting. Also, let me explain. I am in love with lyric and poetry and songwriting and sensuality. That's just my thing. And, um, you know, I just would like to hear more about this upcoming project. You call it, this would be a love song if only I could sing. What are you about to do? (laughs) Uh, Spoken words. Uh Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's funny because there was a point in time where I actually did spoken word uh-huh. for a short period of time some years ago. Uh-huh. The funny thing is I would actually, this is when I was still kind of teaching myself, so and they would have a live band, and I would love to have a, a musical accompaniment. So right. I would actually go to the band, go to the keyboardist, play what I wanted, and then go back to the mic and then you know, mm-hmm. go from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that I can actually record myself and, you know, and produce and everything, all the poetry I have, Tons and tons and tons of poetry. I cannot wait so, to hear. You're going to come yeah, back here and share it with us. You will. You promise? Yeah. yeah. Once, I mean, I, I plan to release it pretty soon, so I can I can forward it okay. for in advance once I'm done. All right. So yeah. basically, this project, Satin Lounge, is, he's going to take some of his compositions musically and then couple them with some of his spoken word, his poetry, his uh, mm-hmm. his heart song, and uh, 
people hear some of the thoughts of Ahmed. So um, we're excited to hear your projects and what you have upcoming. Um, How do they get a hold of the after 2 a.m. sessions, your remixes, your covers, you know, your future projects? Where do do they go? The best way to just uh, make it very simple, about.me slash Ahmed Saroor. About.me. Uh, right slash Ahmed Soror is my, my name. And you have a Facebook? Yeah. Or, or? I have a Facebook too. Um, Facebook.com slash Ahmed is the music. And on Twitter, um, you can follow it. Ahmed is the one. And the only reason I said that is because since, like, you know, I compose, I write, I arrange, mm-hmm. I, you know, play and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So kind of like all in one all the right. Not, not as in like I am the one. No, know. I get it. But you are the one in so many different levels, and um, we're embracing that tonight. We <laughs> we appreciate the music. We do. Uh, we appreciate the music and the in the craft. I promote it so much. Check him out. Um, deets and uh, links for you at satinlounge.com to find out where he is. Um, you're going to download his latest EP or LP. Because it is an LP now. The yeah, after 2 a.m. session with, bonus, with yeah. bonus tracks, which yeah. are some of the tracks that you hear in the Satin Lounge constantly. All this is just a journey for me uh-huh. and one portion of my gifts I've been given. That's all. Awesome. We have a lot to look forward to um, concerning you and, and your future endeavors. 2013 seems like it's going to just be chock full of of your creativity and we're going to make sure we keep up with you and I'll make sure that I share it with the Satin Lounge and let them know what you're up to as well. Um, thank you so much, Ahmed. Did I say it right? Yes, yes. <laughs> for, um, you. for, you know, coming and, you know, creating love tonight with me and uh, saturating the universe with your music. It's needed. It, it resuscitates music. Um, you know, we just appreciate you. Uh, listen, I do want to I want to play uh, your Bossa, Bossa Sola remix, Move Love, um, uh, as it's another favorite here in the Satin Lounge. And, and just know that your music has a permanent place here in the soundtrack of the Satin uh, Lounge. I deeply appreciate it. Thanks so very much. Absolutely. Here it is. Uh, you're listening to the Satin Lounge with Kia Renee. Breathe it in. Head back to the beginning of 